Alrighty, shalom and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to day number three of the seven days of teaching for Sukkot. Today we have a very short teaching, as a matter of fact, but it's a very important teaching that will help us to understand one of the traditions of this holy time of Sukkot. Alright, so what we're going to be discussing today is actually one of the things that is associated with that of Sukkot, which is the Etrog. Okay, now many people don't understand the symbolism of the Etrog and what the symbolism is within the New Testament. And we're going to start this out by going to a very popular Jewish website, which is myjewishlearning.com. And this is actually what they have on their website here. It says that the product of the Hadar tree was understood by the rabbis to be a netrog, a citrus fruit that looks like a lemon. And the bros of, of leafy trees are understood to be myrtle branches. So on Sukkot, we have the palm tree, the myrtle branch, the willow branch together with the etrog, the Talmud, specifies that these four species should be attractive and of good quality, but the etrog in particular should be beautiful according to Sukkah 50 or 35a, and we'll actually go to another part of that, of that, uh, of that um, uh, tractate here in just a little bit. As a result, there are many people willing to spend a lot of money acquiring an especially good specimen of an etrog. Now, those who don't know a lot about what the uh, the the uh, the things with the etrog are, um, the thing that I can tell you is that the etrog is a very unique citrus fruit. It's it's really unique because of the fact that the tree in which the etrog grows on can grow within cold weather. It can grow within warm weather. It can, when there's a lot of rain, it can continue to grow. When it is not, when there is no rain, it can continue to grow. And the etrog itself will continuously keep on growing until the branch can no longer support this thing. So if, you know, it had a thicker branch, this thing could be bigger than a boulder. It would, there, there's no limit to how big the etrog can get. It is just until the branch can no longer hold it. So this is going to be important. When we go to some verses within that of the New Testament and uh, look at what it says about that of the Etrog. But we're also, before we go to those, we're going to go to Sukkah 50, or 35a in that of the Talmud, which was mentioned before. And in another part of uh, this tractate, it says that the fruit of a good tree, as we see in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 40, refers to a tree, the taste whose wood and produce are the same. That must be a citron etrog. Okay, so we see that there is this um, standard that is brought about uh, in terms of the etrog that there are these attributes that are a part of it. But the New Testament actually gives us even more 
of the uh, the things that make up a netrog. And it's in relation to the relationship of believers with God. And we'll talk a little bit about this. So as we go to the book of Luke, chapter 6, verses 43 through 44, reading from the Daily Hebrews Gospels, it says, For a good tree does not produce rotten fruit, and a rotten tree does not produce good fruit. For every tree is recognized by its fruit. For people do not gather figs from thorns or harvest grapes from a thorny bush. And as we go to the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 19 through 20, Yeshua has a little bit more to say about this. And he says, Every tree that does not produce fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit you will recognize them. Now, this is a parallel to that of the Yedrog. How so? Because of the fact that a believer, much like an Yedrog, has to be hardy and consistent. Within, no matter if it is that they are going through good times, whether it is they're going through bad times, whether it is that they are, uh, you know, in times of drought or uh, times of plenty, whether it's cold outside, whether it's hot outside, they are constantly growing through that of Torah and Messiah. So therefore, there is, a, there is something that can be counted on in terms of the believer when we relate these verses to the Yetrog because of the fact that no matter what it is that's going on within their personal life, they are somebody with whom you can count on. It is somebody that you know how it is that they are going to um, go through a particular instance that, you know, you don't have to worry about them blowing up at you, you know, just at the spur of the moment because they are like that etrog. They are not only constantly growing, but they are hardy and they are consistent. So therefore, this is how it is that we must be within our lives as believers in the Messiah Yeshua, constantly growing. We mustn't remain stagnant. If we are at the same place in our walk that we were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, so on and so forth, if we have not grown and we have not, uh, if people have not seen that growth within us, then we are not being that quote-unquote good fruit like that of the Yetrog that Yeshua was saying that we must be. So this is something that we must constantly, um, you know, look at ourselves, especially during these times, and to basically ask ourselves, are we growing? Are we listening? Are we learning? Are we changing constantly? Because we should change, but yet remain consistent. What do you mean by that? Because of the fact that our attitudes are constantly getting better towards one another, that we are loving each other more every single year, that we are constantly growing as human beings through that of, of uh, mitzvot and through that of application within, having that shalom within us. The thing about those, that shalom and that growth can be counted on. Not only can it be counted on, but so can humility in the fact that if a person is humble, then they are able to then learn and grow. So this is something that we must think about when we hold that etrog in our hand, 
during the time of circus and realize that this is the reason why it is that we bring this with us to circus. All right. I hope that this was helpful. This short little teaching was a blessing to you. I wish each and every single love, each and every single one of you, Shalom Brocha, peace and a blessing. Shalom, Shalom. <laughs>